Good evening and welcome to 3AM Thoughts. I'm your host, Riley Bird. If you're new, follow links.birdflock.com for all your notifications. That's l-i-n-k-s dot b-y-r-d f-l-o-c-k dot com. If you're already in the Bird Flock cult, make sure to spread the word and leave a five-star review wherever you listen. All right, let's get to it. Guys, it's official or semi-official. I only have another five to ten weeks of having braces. So enjoy me being lispless for about a month and a half. Then I'll be moving to a retainer, which with the added benefit of costing me more money, will severely inhibit my speech for uh, forever, I think. Pretty sure you have to wear those for forever. Now, on the topic of money, there's one thing strippers love to do. It's spend money. In fact, I'm certain that the velocity of strip club money may as well travel at the speed of sound. I'd say speed of light, but we're not Wall Street bankers. How would we track that? Well, first of all, if the only currency that you could spend in a strip club were $2 bills, I could guarantee that every esthetician, clothing store, healthcare provider, and restaurant tour would soon find $2 bills literally cramming their cash registers. I am curious how the beauty industry and other luxury services dealt with the absence of that stripper cash flow. Because strippers, not unlike the wolf populations of the 1920s, are in a sense apex predators. Now what do I mean by that? The wolves essentially kept everybody in check. They made sure that the coyotes didn't get too bold. They made sure that the elk had to move around. They couldn't stay in one place. Because when you let browsing animals stay in one place, they eat up all the browsing. And that affects beaver and fish and all sorts of little birds and things that like to hide in those. And if there are less fish and birds than there are by transitive property, also less things that eat them. So how are strippers wolves? Well, strippers, in a glut, definitely make housewives have to stay on their game. If there are a bunch of California dimes wandering around that want your husband's attention, you better be damn sure that you're going to Pilates because he will snatch up a 20-year-old so quick. You think I'm kidding? Look at Jeff Bezos. As soon as he hits the top, new bitch. Now, strippers also keep in check secondary predators. And what's a secondary predator to a stripper? Uh, Likely what would fill that role would be, what are they calling themselves nowadays? Oh yeah, sugar babies. You know, who is out there grabbing up a sugar baby when they can just go into a strip club and talk to a girl and get that attention 
without having to go out, without having to, you know, buy these expensive gifts, go on these expensive vacations. Strippers are there. They have a set location and their prices are posted. Now, I keep hearing all of these horror stories of, you know, oh, I have this sugar baby and she's constantly, you know, more and more and more. Well, that's what happens when you don't have an updated price list. Now, strip club prices have pretty much been the same since the dawn of forever. I would say at least the last four generations of strippers are getting paid the exact same, which surprisingly inflation hasn't touched, but you know, death taxes and strip club prices are the only sure things evidently. Not to mention the fact that the more dancers, the more power they have within the strip club. If you could go to just any old strip club and dance, then that club had better be top tier. You're not going to have as many of these rundown, bottom-of-the-barrel clubs that don't clean and treat the dancers poorly if they have freedom of movement. For example, some states will limit the amount of adult licenses in a city or county. And while they think that this is going to stifle bad business, it actually creates bad businesses. Because now that company can just do whatever they want because they have a monopoly on the license. They don't have to take into consideration what the customers want. They don't have to take into consideration what the dancers want. And they certainly don't have to give a fuck about pricing because where else are you going to go? Now, if you open up the licensing process and say, you know, whatever business survives, survives, sure, you'll get the odd club that'll, you know, stay in business doing shady shit, but they'll be way easier to spot because you just go into the club that looks like a rundown hellscape and be like, yeah, there's probably some crime happening here. Whereas everywhere else will have to compete in the open market. And if they don't have a good product, no one will go. But that's not really what people are worried about, is it? They're worried. They're worried about these godless heathens teaching the youth about sex and the devil. Well, I think the popularity of OnlyFans has pretty much debunked that at this point. Because, I mean, life finds a way. If somebody in their 20s wants to be a 304, then they're going to be a 304. Hello, my bird flock. It's time for a fabulous flock fact. Did you know that a domestic cat could outrun Usain Bolt? Yes, at 30 miles per hour, the domestic cat has just over a 2.5 mile per hour lead on this Olympian. For more flock facts, and if you'd rather I be seen and not heard, head over to OnlyFans.com forward slash Riley Bird. That's OnlyFans.com forward slash R-I-L-E-Y-B-Y-R-D. Now back to the show. We're not going to stop 20-year-olds from selling pictures of their b-hole if that's what they're bound and determined to do. You know, we all get into sticky situations when we're young, and the best you can hope for is that they use this as an opportunity 
to improve their lives. And if they don't, they weren't going to anyway. Let's be honest. Uh, The girl that I lived with as my very first roommate was my first interaction with a prostitute ever, which, by the way, terrible prostitute. Uh, I lived with this girl for about four months before I realized I had made a fucking mistake. Uh, She had four boyfriends and was just um, altogether an insane person. She had gaslit her entire family into thinking that I was this monster, which, by the way, at the time, people were referring to me as the quote-unquote Mormon teen narc, so I didn't exactly have this stripper persona forever. Uh, Ask anyone I went to high school with if they even remember who I was. I have not always been the stripper that I am today. However, this girl was straight up the Urban Dictionary version of batshit crazy. So she gets it into her head that, oh, I don't have to pay rent. And she floats this little idea to me. And I said, listen, I don't care if you have to hook, you've got to pay your rent, which at the time was a joke. But if I had a time machine going back, I probably would have started a Bordello because that girl needed some structure in her life. And I would have been the only person that would have cared to give it to her because her parents were absolutely no help. And her felon boyfriend was having her pay all of her, all of his fines. So, you know, he certainly wasn't going to put her on the road to prosperity. So she meets this guy at the Western Union while she's trying to, like, pay our utility bills. And he's like, oh, I'll give you $100 to put it in your butt. And she's like, oh, awesome. She brings this strange man to our apartment, unbeknownst to me. And I am regaled with this tale after the fact. And I'm like, oh, man, that's horrible. Like, you know, I really hope that this isn't going to be a reoccurring thing. Like, honestly, I was kidding when I told you that. But, like, I wanted you to understand how serious I was. Like, you needed to figure it out. But did you get the $100? And it's at this point that the girl comes to the realization that she uh, had relations with a stranger And not only did she not collect the money that she needed to pay our rent, but she's also failed at the industry that has lasted since the dawn of civilization. And I don't know if that's necessarily a negative mark on your resume, but it seems like a very easy job. And trust me, I've done the research. I honestly believed that a prerequisite to stripping was reading Iceberg Slim's A Pimp so that you didn't get tricked into nonsense, and I read that book cover to cover twice. So if I had known what I know now, all I'm saying is I would have wrapped that book up for her for Christmas, and I would have given her, you know, a template of how to pay her bills and not be swindled for the rest of her life, presumably. Now, I'm sure if you're already a fan of uh, either me or the show, you know that prostitution is honestly the most dangerous form of sex work, second to, I don't know, probably crab fishing or something. And while I firmly believe that uh, all of that should be decriminalized, I think it's completely silly to criminalize something that even the government uses, you know, and that's not even allegedly. There are plenty of instances you can look up of Secret Service and governors and, you know, I'm sure everybody's heard a story about some governor with a mistress or whatever. And if you don't think that they're not giving those women gifts for sex, then you're completely, you know, I mean, blue-pilled to the max and, you know, congrats on you for living in a fantasy world. But if everything were regulated, 
there would be at the very least someone that these wayward people could talk to that could possibly point them in maybe not a different direction because I really do feel like some people are just destined for certain industries and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But just a happier, more positive outlook. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that particular side of the industry isn't for me, but I can understand where someone would be in that industry and be very content with their life. I mean, like I said, it's existed since the dawn of civilization. So, I mean, what other business has stood the test of time to that degree? And when people are happy, they do a better job. So, I mean, when it comes to mechanics, and I'm certain that that extends to just about every single industry. If you're in a good mood, you do a better job. So why not just provide the resources for these people to just really do a bang-up job in whatever it is that they would like to apply themselves to? Now, that being said, I have no idea why people are so knocking of the OnlyFans industry. I mean, it's pretty much the safest form of sex work that they've figured out. First of all, there's no first there's no first-hand contact between people. So like the likelihood that somebody is going to physically accost you is much lower. And yeah, is there stigma attached to it? I'm sure. But I mean, is there stigma attached to working at McDonald's? I don't know if I'm actually allowed to say a company, but I mean, you know, whatever. Uh people have worked there since the opening of that company too. And I I very rarely have I ran into somebody that's like stoked to work in that particular industry. So I think that there are plenty of jobs that come with stigma, but it's just, you're, you're going to catch a lot less shit if you're like, oh, this girl's a fucking hoe. And, you know, if you're not ready for that kind of stigma, then this definitely isn't the life for you. I definitely don't think that it's the life for most people. I'll just go ahead and say that, um, you know, when people ask me, oh, my gosh, your job sounds so easy. I bet I could do it. I'm like, no, there's definitely something weird. <laughs> there's definitely something weird about me. The fact that I enjoy this specific attention and the fact that I can talk to people about squirrels for 30 minutes and they sit and listen is definitely a unique talent. I wouldn't recommend it to everybody. Because I've been on dates with both men and women, and it's difficult to hold a conversation for most people. So that alone is a fairly high barrier to entry for this industry. You have to be very intrapersonal, and you have to kind of guard your feelings. And if you're a person that just does not deal well with, you know, heightened emotional stakes, I mean... The girls that I work with get into fights, let alone the customers. So it's really just a volatile situation. And if you were, say, doing that alone in, like, a more severe version of sex work, then, yeah, it's a shitty job. But the government has the resources to make people's lives better. And instead, they try and seize power and control, which we're not going to get too far into because... I could talk ad nauseum about that. But when animals come from a harem situation, like prides of lions, packs of wolves, these and that and the other, and yes, most often there are single pairings of animals, but for the most part, animals are polyamorous. And so it stands to reason 
that human beings would need more attention than from a single partner. And because we live in a society, it's not necessarily, you know, the easiest for people to justify having multiple partners because of the society that we've constructed. So what is wrong with going out, talking to another person, and paying them to not follow you home and ruin your marriage? I feel like that is probably everybody's dream if they look at it the correct way. Like, ladies, how many times have you fretted about your man talking to another woman and you think, oh my God, he's going to leave me for her, you know? And men, how many times have your women been talking to other men and you're like, oh man, like, you know, hypergamy is a bitch. Well, hypergamy is a uh, situation where women... Uh, look for the greener grass, not a stripper's name. Although hypergamy would be a fucking baller-ass stripper name, especially in a place like Miami or Vegas. I feel like that would be pretty dope. Unfortunately, I think strip club DJs are pretty well aware of the meaning of that word at this point, so I think you'd be hard-pressed to actually get that as a stage name. But if anybody out there is named hypergamy and would like to do an interview uh, definitely email me at rileybird.cb at gmail.com. I would love to interview you if that is your stage name. But back to strippers uh, essentially feeding the economy. You know, the women that are successful in this industry, they're the heads of their household. They make sure that there's food on the table. And really... I think that the main complaint that people have with strippers is that they have an ego and that they're trashy. But like, is your problem with the industry or is your problem with the industry standard? Because that's a solvable problem. You know, you're not going to get rid of the industry. That's a ridiculous, that's a ridiculous premise in the beginning because people like this industry, whether you personally like it, it's here to stay. Sex work is never going to disappear. However, if you want there to be a standard of strippers and you don't want to talk to a girl that you don't believe has, you know, the proper body type or the proper etiquette um, when speaking to you or just existing on earth, you know, make them have licenses. There you go. You know, a portion of their money can go to schools and you know that's that's pretty canon you know seeing as that you know prostitutes used to retire in the wild west and they would become school moms and you know fund education for children in their latter years so just take us back to the old west if that is if that's your gripe with sex work otherwise you know try existing in a world where sex work does not fund your favorite luxury items, all right? Now, something that shouldn't be a luxury item is healthcare, but we very much live in a broken medical system. So this week, I took one of my very dear little mogwais to the vet, and Muffin, as we speak, is lounging comfortably on my chaise lounge, high as a kite. So if you're able to take the things that are precious to you in to get general maintenance and checkups, I highly recommend it. It is not only good for them, but 
good for the soul. So if you have something that you've been putting off, definitely go into that. Also, if you've been putting off uh, joining my OnlyFans because you're not sure if you can handle a fact every Friday about animals, go ahead and check that out. That's going to be OnlyFans.com forward slash Riley Bird. Again, if you would like to contribute more to, you know, uh, learning about nature, seeing naughty things, or even just funding the altruism that is, you know, general maintenance and care, go ahead and head over to OnlyFans.com forward slash R-I-L-E-Y-B-Y-R-D. And good night or morning because it's 630 Again, why am I like this? Dearest Bird Flock, I once again wanted to thank you for your support. I know that you had a choice of cult, and I'm happy that you chose mine. Don't forget to follow links.birdflock.com for all your notifications. That is L-I-N-K-S dot B-Y-R-D F-L-O-C-K dot com. And leave a review wherever you listen.